0: From the friendly frontier, this is Everything West Texas. This podcast is brought to you in part by Floyd Miller Investments and the West Texas Tribune, hosted by the man himself, Mr. Floyd Miller. All the information conveyed during this show is intended to inform, educate, and resonate with integrity and credibility. We may make you laugh, we may even make you cry, but never will we speak out against you or about you. We want to speak with and for you because every voice deserves to be heard. The views and opinions expressed on this show are meant to stimulate, not offend, and we reserve the right to edit content and outside participation to preserve the ethical value and professional principles of operation, structure, maintain a platform for interaction and information. Join us as we explore trending topics in news, politics, sports, business, education, faith, and the people, places, graces of creating a ripple in the surface of the big country. Your host of Everything West Texas, streaming on all major podcast platforms for your listening and viewing fulfillment, the investment professional, and editor-in-chief, Mr. Floyd Miller. And where the cotton grows and the oil flows, here's Everything West Texas.
1: Hey, hello, my name is Floyd Miller, and I'm the host of It's Everything West Texas. Today we have a very interesting program, and we have uh, one of our... Uh, Cherished and well known citizens um, in the community uh, today we're going to be talking with Miss <clears throat> D Moore. A lot of people know her. I think her claim to fame and our fortune really was that she came here with Blue cross Blue Shield Blue Cross Blue Shield has been a major uh employer in the community uh D has since retired from Blue Cross. Blue Shield, but while she was there, she was active in the community, and she's still very active uh, in the community. She is on the Abilene Industrial Foundation Board. She is a trustee at the Betty Hardwick Center, which she has done that for many years, maybe almost ever since she's been here. She also serves as the president of the Abilene Black Chamber of Commerce. Uh, which is an organization that is very uh, dear to me. Uh, Today, Dee is going to be talking a little bit about the Black Chamber, but mainly she'll be talking uh, about Juneteenth. Uh, So at this time, Dee, we'd like to welcome you to the program.
2: Well, thank you, Mr. Miller. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, we are happy to have you here. And before we get into the uh, chamber (laughs) business, or Juneteenth, Dee, I'd like for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe where you grew up and
2: how you uh, wound up going to work for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Well, I'll make that story as short as possible. I actually grew up in Palestine, Texas, on to Wichita Falls, Texas. I graduated high school in Wichita Falls, Texas and started to attend college at what is now Midwestern State University. Then one summer, like most college kids, you get tired of college, I decided to go to Drones Business College. I believe that's what it was, taking Key Punch. And Blue Cross and Blue Shield came through and offered all of the Key Punch graduates a job in Dallas. So being the adventuresome young woman who had not finished school, decided I was going to pursue that. And that's how my career started at Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Okay, so you were a, did you say key punch? Key punch. So this tells you this was in the 60s. You know, the old cards where you key punch and I I look back today and think, oh, my gosh, if you put me in front of that, I wouldn't even know what to do with that machine. And uh, that's what I ended up doing. But once I got to Blue Cross, they hired me as a claims examiner. So I never went to the key punch area.
1: And so when you retired from Blue
2: Cross, Blue Shield, what was your position then? I was corporate vice president for the Federal Employee Program for the states of Texas, Illinois, New Mexico, Montana, and Oklahoma. Well, congratulations. You had a very wonderful career.
1: And for you young people that's maybe just starting your career, I hope that you heard what Ms. Moore said. She started out as a uh, claims representative. She was consistent, diligent showed up on time and some years later um, retired as a corporate vice president. That, th- that same opportunity is for anyone that um, would continue to be diligent about what they are doing. Uh,
2: so, Mr. Miller, let me just add one other thing for any youth. Even though I did not graduate from Midwestern, I did go ahead and get a bachelor's degree from Dallas Baptist and a master's in organizational management from the University of Phoenix. So I did continue to pursue education, uh, even though I had a wonderful job.
1: Great, great. I hope you all heard that also. Before we <clears throat> get into the um Juneteenth, I want to ask you about the Black Chamber. How is things going on with the Abilene Black Chamber of Commerce? Well,
2: the Black Chamber is thriving and surviving. And one of the things that I would love to have is more of the young entrepreneurs join us. We have a few that have come on board since we have started working with the Cultural Business Network. And what you find, <coughs> excuse me, what you find right now is We don't have as many black-owned businesses as we had in the past. The ones that do, they don't have the storefront, uh, the brick-and-mortar places. They work out of their homes. So we're just trying to engage everybody and provide them the same opportunities as everyone else. And we want to see them come and be a part of the black chamber and just help us stay stable and grow. And we, in turn, help them to flourish.
1: That's what it's all about, Uh, everybody helping everybody, so it's kind of a win-win situation. And when you think about the Abilene Black Chamber of Commerce, if I am not a uh, black person, does that um, eliminate me from being a member of the Abilene Black Chamber of Commerce?
2: Not at all. We welcome any and everyone to join the Black Chamber. Uh, In fact, a lot of our businesses that are members are Everyone else, I'll say it that way. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Well, I'm uh, I'm happy to say, Dee, that I am bringing a membership check to you today, and so I'll give that to you after we finish our podcast. Well,
2: thank you. I appreciate that. You've been a long-standing member, not to mention at one time the leader of this organization, who set the standard pretty high.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you.
2: Now let's go into Juneteenth. I know
1: that there's going to be a big Juneteenth celebration here in Abilene starting uh, June the 18th uh, through the 20th. And first I want you to just kind of share with us your first Juneteenth when you first
2: remembered a Juneteenth celebration. You know, I, I don't. That is really sad to say. I don't remember when we first celebrated Juneteenth. I can remember that we were always having barbecues and picnics and family get-togethers, and it was some holiday, whether it was the 4th of July, Juneteenth. But to specifically say Juneteenth, I can't tell you.
1: Well, uh, Marilyn, who's in the studio with us today, uh, just quietly observing, is from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and when she came to Texas to go to ACU and and we met and she began to hear people talk about Juneteenth, she thought it was some joke. She had never heard about it in Tennessee, but uh, now they're celebrating it in many places. I, I think the first one that I remember was um, was always speeches and normally— It was some of our educators that were doing the speaking. I specifically remember uh, Mr. J.E. Mayo. Our high school was named after him, Stevens Mayo. But he was one of the educators in the community, and they were always telling a little bit about the history of Juneteenth and the... um, Besides the eating, I mean, the overall idea was the history so that we had, would kind of know the path um, that had been laid before us. And it was always an encouragement that we could do better and that, there, you know, there was still much to do. So what is going on with Juneteenth in Abilene this year and how is it different
2: Well, this year, it's Abilene Celebrates Juneteenth. It is a collaboration between Let Us Breathe, the Cultural Business Network, and the Abilene Black Chamber. And it's a three-day event. And it will take place at the Abilene Convention Center as well as Stevenson Park. And there will be events going on all day at both locations. So when we say Abilene celebrates, Abilene, you can, if you want to be out at the park, go to Stevenson Park. If you want to come in, then you come into the convention center. Now on Friday at the convention center, which is June 18th, we will have a dance, a taste of soul, and we will have vendors And one of our local groups, Basic Truth, will be the opening band and then a band out of Dallas called Soul for Sounds. So even if you don't necessarily go to dances, just come and maybe sit and enjoy the music and the fellowship. There's no reason why anyone should not show up just to support the event. There will be vendors there as well and food, so you can come. But if you decide you want to go to the Stevenson Park, there's a fish fry and games, so go to the park. All we're saying to the citizens of Abilene, come out and celebrate freedom. All
1: right, so you can go to the Civic Center. You can go to the park at the Civic Center. There's going to be bands. So if you you obviously you said you can dance, but if you don't want to dance, maybe you can pat your feet, you can nod your head, but you can visit and have... Have a great time. Uh, who are the individuals uh, that's behind this? I mean, like it Let let Us Breathe, is that Shante Fleming? Shante
2: Fleming. And for the Cultural Business Network, it is Jeremy Ray and Audrey White. And then for Abilene Black Chamber, of course, it is me as well as the board.
1: Wonderful. Uh, when you think about Juneteenth, I mean— how did Juneteenth come about
2: in terms of us coming up with a celebration of no, june just Juneteenth period just Juneteenth period oh well that's a that's a historical thing uh, I think it was general. Gordon Granger, who landed in Galveston in 1865 and shared with the people that, hey, slavery has ended back in 1863. You've been free for two years. And from that point on, and it was happened to be on June, te- June 19th when he did that. So they just kind of combined that whole scenario of June 19th and made it Juneteenth. Well, you know— Eighteen sixty five,
1: we are in twenty twenty one and sometimes you have conversations with individuals and they wonder, well, you know, slavery that was eighteen sixty five. Why are we still celebrating Juneteenth
2: today? So Miss Moore, why why do you think it's important to celebrate Juneteenth? Just like I said a second ago, celebrating our freedom. And just to be honest, and when I'm being honest, I'm definitely my own personal opinion. We still have a long ways to go. I'm not saying we are slaves, but we still have some freedoms that we have not quite gotten yet. So there's still a lot that we can celebrate that we don't have the Ugliness of slavery, the ugliness of all the discrimination, the ugliness of all the things that happened back then to now. So we just keep celebrating. And think of ourselves as we the people. It's all of us. We're in this together. So we're celebrating that freedom. So
1: if one people are free, then it should mean that everybody in this country should be Correct. free. Correct. Correct. Everybody should be uh, free in this country. So we know that Juneteenth normally is going to be – it is predominantly an African-American uh, holiday. There are other people that are beginning to celebrate it, but for someone that has never celebrated Juneteenth, has never been to a Juneteenth function, what do you think they might gain or what insight may they get if they attended a Juneteenth celebration?
2: Well, other than what I had already shared with you that would take place on Friday, on Saturday, we will have a Juneteenth documentary. And let me just step back to when we did the Juneteenth celebration back in 2019 one of the things that we did was we had just a little bitty flyer where when young people would come by and they would, we would ask the question, do you know what Juneteenth is about? And it was really kind of sad. A lot of them said no. And that was our opportunity to share the history. So for anyone coming out That does not know about Juneteenth. We will share the history and then we want you to share with us and celebrate with us and the whole thing about being free. Okay, thank you. You know,
1: we hear a lot about this country being so divided, so divided. Um is it possible that Juneteenth celebration just coming out and meeting your neighbor? Could could it be possible that we get a get a little better understanding and begin to maybe break down some walls just a little bit?
2: Well, that's part of why we would like to share with them what Juneteenth was celebrating. You know, I hear all of the, the critical the, the race theories and all of the things that are going on. One of the things that I have found is just dialogue, just conversation. And that would be the same thing at, at this celebration. Just sit down and talk to somebody. Get to know the person, not just the color of the person. Get to know the person, who they are. And I think that that'll help us to go a long way. Okay, in other words, Ken, it seemed like what you're
1: saying is that if we really sit down and talk with one another, individuals on both sides might leave saying, I didn't know that. Exactly. Now I understand. I see what they are talking about. I hope that some of those things do come out of, um, this Juneteenth celebration. And I know that overall, at least my personal opinion is that, that Abilene is, um, is a wonderful city. I think that, um, we've been blessed in some respects, um, as far as relationships go, but if you could share something, uh, Dave, with just the Abilene community about uh, working together and
2: moving forward, what what might that be? Well, it would be the exact same thing that we need to come together and talk. One of the things, and I would share this, is the late Mark Rogers. When all of the things started to happen with George Floyd, he called me and wanted to talk about it. He wanted to share his feelings and get mine. And that was such open communication and open dialogue. Uh, I even had a neighbor who came down. We've spoken to each other for years, but never really knew each other to sit down and share dialogue. For me, that's what Abilene should continue to do. One of the things I noticed is that we kept setting up all of these groups who were supposed to be discussing how Abilene moved forward, what should we do. At no time, and maybe I'm just on the outside of this, did I hear any outcomes of these groups uh, did I hear any feedback from these groups or did these groups ever even come together and pool their information? Well, that to me left part of the population hanging and the other population may have known what was going on. So some way we could just all Come together. That need to come together and talk about things, and not be afraid of it. Let's just have that dialogue. I'm open to have dialogue with anyone, and you state your position. I state mine, and we can walk away and say, okay.
1: Well, I I hope the Juneteenth might be uh, a catalyst for that, as you were talking about the um, uh, George. Floyd, his uh, unfortunate, untimely uh, death, it was so sad. Yeah, I had a few people to call me, D, and they, uh, one just came by the office and said, I have just got to talk. Yes. And he, the first thing he wanted to know is, how was I feeling? Mm-hmm. Doing uh, this process, I I shared that with him, and he wanted to know, am I am I looking at something wrong here? And I said, no. Some things, you know, it's just the way that you're looking at it, and you know, that's part of uh, us doing this podcast in the first place is that it's not that you will necessarily agree with everything that you hear here but the point is that maybe you will understand why people are saying and doing what they are doing correct early in my career i watched a movie and it was entitled what you are now is where you were when and it basically went to the point that a lot of what we are all about happens by the time we're 10 years old and that helped me a lot because in dealing with people a lot of times I have met people that I did not agree with but I tried I try to understand where is this person at ten years old, what was going on around that person? And so it at least helps you understand, and I don't think we have to always agree with people right. But if we can understand, um, then that's that's great. So what I'm hearing from you is that you believe that if people come and engage, watch, observe, then maybe we all as a community are going to be a little better and perhaps we're going to learn something at Juneteenth that we can we can build on. Maybe it's a speech from someone. The uh, that documentary documentary that you're talking about. Maybe that would be the catalyst.
2: Yes. And again, feel free to ask and, and when you observe something, we'll have uh, praise dancers. Uh, well, why? Somebody may say why? Well, we we're giving praise. So why not? I mean, there's so many things and so many people there that it's an opportunity just to take a moment, sit down, have a meal and talk. Right. Yeah, you you know, praise dance, and
1: that's uh, one that you mentioned that is it's more in one culture than another culture, but it's a reason behind that. Somebody may or may not feel comfortable, but learn what people are doing and why, you know, why they are doing it. Um, any other things, that,
2: anything else that you'd like to say, Miss Moore, about, the Juneteenth celebration? Oh, definitely. Uh, first of all, we definitely want to invite the community out to share with us. Uh, on Juneteenth, the actual date, which is that Saturday, we will meet at the convention center at 930 and welcome everyone. And then there will be a parade that leaves the convention center that goes to Stevenson Park. So uh, that's an opportunity for everybody to participate. There will be free food at the park as well as the convention center. And again, we have vendors there. So this is an opportunity for the young entrepreneurs to set up and, you know, demonstrate their products or what they are doing that uh, is good for them and good for us. So people know about the different little businesses in town. Then on Sunday, which is Father's Day and Happy Father's Day to all the fathers, The Stevenson Park will have an agility event, and I think the young man's name is, oh, I can't think. Oh, Keevan Showtime Lucas, and they're going to have some flag football so everyone can go out to Stevenson Park. So it's a full, full weekend of Abilene celebrating Juneteenth. And everybody is welcome. I think everyone, you said that several everyone. times. Everyone. It's a community. We didn't say Abilene Black. We said Abilene Celebrate. So that means any and every citizen.
1: Everyone is welcome. And if you've never been to a Juneteenth celebration before, we are going to invite you one more time. Uh, to come out with that, participate uh, with your neighbors. Dee, I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate what you have done in the community ever since you have been here. And thank you uh, for giving us a little more insight on Juneteenth.
2: Well, it was a pleasure, Mr. Miller. And you know, you've been a part of this planning committee, so you know we are working hard to make sure that we have a safe, wonderful celebration. And again, that all citizens get the opportunity to come out and learn why we are celebrating Juneteenth and celebrating freedom. And we'll follow right up with the 4th of July, where we'll celebrate freedom for all America. So come on out and celebrate and eat free. Eat free. Uh, I don't know if we can end on a better
1: note than that. Again, thanks. (laughs) This podcast has been sponsored by the West Texas Tribune and Floyd Miller Investments. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, FSC member FINRA SIPPIC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of FSC. Floyd Miller can be reached at 3300 South 14th Street, Suite 100, Abilene, Texas, or by phone at 325-676-0138.